Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast on LettermanRow.com. I am your host, Jeremy Birmingham, uh, flying solo for this episode. Spencer Holbrook is on assignment, and I am uh, here talking to you about some recruiting stuff. We're going to dive right in, talking about C.J. Stroud, once again, the Ohio State quarterback target in the class of 2020 that the Buckeyes have been recruiting for five months now and are hoping that uh, Stroud is the guy to supplement the quarterback class of 2020 and add to Jack Miller's commitment and hope that they can sign them both next week. C.J. Stroud begins his official visit to Ohio State on Friday morning. He will be in town Friday and Saturday prior to Sunday, uh, which begins the recruiting dead period leading into the early signing period that starts next Wednesday the 18th. Huge visit for the Buckeyes here. This is an opportunity for Ryan Day, Mike Yersich, to really show C.J. Stroud and his mother why Columbus is the right fit for the six foot three, 195 pound quarterback from Rancho Cucamonga, California. CJ is the number two ranked pro style quarterback in the country. He is a player that uh, has really started to take off nationally in these last few months after winning the Elite 11. But you know all that. We've talked about him over and over. But you don't know, and, or maybe you do if you pay attention. This visit for Ohio State is all about showing Stroud and his mother that he is going to be fine if he leaves the West Coast and gets away from California. That is the the holdup. That is really the key here. Mom wants him to stay closer to home, and, and he's not hidden from that fact. But I don't think that that's what CJ wants. Now, will that end up being the case? We'll find out next Wednesday. But this weekend for Ohio State is a, is a big moment and an opportunity to show what Ohio State is all about as, as a campus, as a school, as a football program. But they're going to be forced to do that in a weird way because Ryan Day is going to be in New York for some port of this weekend, port portion of this weekend, um, because Justin Fields and Chase Young are trying to win the Heisman Trophy, and their head coach is certainly going to be there supporting them in that endeavor. That means Mike Yursich and Corey Dennis, uh, who has been very active in recruiting Stroud, uh, may play a much bigger role in this weekend. But Here's another wrinkle, right? Corey Dennis has been linked to the Colorado State Rams and a potential staff position there for Steve Adazio. And I don't know if he's even going to be in town himself. There's a chance that he could already be uh, on his way to Fort Collins by the time this airs. So that's something to watch, something to pay attention to. Bottom line, Ohio State has everything that C.J. Stroud has looked for since this process began. Georgia, Michigan, USC are all in the battle. USC is going to go into the 2020 season with a redshirt sophomore and a true sophomore quarterback, both of whom started as true freshmen for the Trojans, competing for their starting job. Michigan is going to enter the 2020 season with Dylan McCaffrey and Joe Milton as the likely uh, competitors for that starting job. And Georgia, barring something crazy happening with Jake Fromm, who's not been very good this year for the Bulldogs, uh, Fromm will be returning to Georgia. So the Bulldogs situation and the Ohio State situation Looks sort of similar on paper. Um, the, the Georgia has Carson Beck coming in in the class of 2020, and Jake Fromm returning. Ohio State has Jack Miller uh, coming in in 2020, and Justin Fields returning. And I think this comes down to simply who do you trust? Who does uh, C.J. Stroud trust as far as his development goes? And I, I don't think right now there's much of a competition uh, between Ryan Day and anybody else in that conversation. Quincy Avery, who is the quarterback coach for C.J. Stroud, uh, was the quarterback's coach for Dwayne Haskins and um, Justin Field. So, you know, there's some familiarity there. And I think it just sets up really nicely for the Buckeyes. But a lot of things can happen between now and next Wednesday. So that's where that visit is. Okay, it's happening. It's on. Ohio State is in a position to win that battle 
as long as they don't drop the ball. We're going to move on from that because this episode of Talking Stuff is going to be an abbreviated one. We're going to talk the Ohio State 2020 linebacker position as we here at Letterman Row go through position by position and, and, and break down the recruiting class of 2020. Three linebackers are committed to Ohio State in this cycle. You have Mitchell Melton, who's a potential defensive end. If you look at his body type and his frame, he set a school record this season for, for sacks with uh, more than 20 sacks after not having a single one a year ago. You have Melton, who is a 6'3", 235-pounder from Maryland. Then you have Cody Simon, who's a 6'3", 230-pound middle linebacker prospect from New Jersey. He's an Army All-American heading to, uh, headed to the opening or he went to the opening and is headed to the Army All-American Bowl or the All-American Bowl, whatever it's called now. Cody is one of those middle linebacker types that Buckeye fans are going to love. Uh, aggressive, fast, extremely smart, uh, a future captain, I think, there. And then you have Court Williams, another player who could play multiple positions. He's a linebacker, could be a safety. Ohio State is recruiting him for that bullet position that we've talked about a ton on Letterman Row in the last year. And what you get out of court is a really flexible, really versatile player, again, who can probably uh, drop down and play linebacker in the Pete Warner role, uh, or, or if he has to play safety, you could see him do that as well. So I think what Al Washington and Jeff Halfley and Greg Madison found in this group was what they've been looking for all along, which is athletic, versatile players who can move uh, down to the line if they have to, but also play in coverage if they need to. And with the exception of Melton, who, you know, you just don't know how he grows out. He could be like a um, like a Malik Harrison type of athlete. And the Buckeyes are really excited about where he's developed in these last few months. There was some concern in the summer that maybe he wasn't as fleet of foot as they would have liked. He dropped some weight and really exploded this year and has had an exceptional senior season. For those three, uh, the, the interesting thing is only – Court Williams is enrolling early, and so in a group and a position that is full, uh, when you have Taraji Mitchell, Tough Borland, Pete Werner, uh, Baron Browning, Justin Hilliard, all these other guys expected to come back, Dallas Gantt, Kevon Pope, Taraji Mitchell, we can go down the list. It's not as imperative for the Buckeyes to get those guys in the program now, but you're going to see uh, Court Williams come in early, and I think that he'll really benefit from having the opportunity to learn the bullet position and what's expected of him in coverage and as a run stopper at the linebacker spot. So I think that's something to watch. So that's the linebacker position. Three guys, very highly rated group. Uh, and even though Mitchell Melton isn't as highly rated as the others, I think he's a player that the Buckeyes really like, and they see him doing a lot of good things. So We'll move on from that, and again, we are making an abbreviated version of Talking Stuff this this evening um, because we want to make sure that you guys are able to enjoy your weekend and just watch Army, Navy, and the Heisman and all that without having to worry about Buckeye football. But let's talk about the one thing that everyone's uh, mind has been on all week long. We talked about it, Spencer and I did a little bit a week ago, and that was the potential for Ohio State coaching changes right now. The only one that's still sort of out there is Jeff Halfley, and that's the one that is the most important, I think, for Buckeyes fans. The co-defensive coordinator is still being linked as a potential replacement for Steve Adazio at Boston College. There's been talk all week long that Boston College wanted to have this done by the middle of this week, and then it's talk about wanting to have it done by the end of this week. Um, so far, it hasn't happened. There's rumors that Halfley has visited uh, Boston College and, and interviewed twice, uh, there are rumors that you know he's still the front runner out there, but and, and no other names have really been brought up. And I think that's what's most interesting about this entire 
process when you're talking about coaching changes is that occasionally the name you hear the most uh, is almost never the guy. Not, I'm not going to say occasionally. It's almost never the guys that they pick. But there hasn't been any other names really linked to the Boston College job. Uh, on Thursday, there was some scuttlebutt that maybe Don Brown, Michigan's defensive coordinator, had interviewed as well. That makes a lot of sense. Again, he's a he's a Boston College guy. He would love to probably bring Al Washington back there with him. But the the main message here is don't freak out for Ohio State's uh, recruiting class or anyone else. Halfley's been on the road all week long. He's visited every single one of his defensive back commitments. And they've all, to a man, come out of those visits feeling pretty good about things. But it is recruiting. It is college football. It is college coaching. And when you're talking about a guy making slightly under a million dollars a year right now, which is what Halfley is being paid by Ohio State. If he has the opportunity to make three or four times that amount, uh, regardless of the opportunity, or maybe Boston College isn't as, as you know, uh, big a job as people think that he would want. Like that's hard to turn down. And I don't know what's all going on behind the scenes. I know that Halfley's name is still being linked to it. I know Ohio State would love for those rumors to just be put to bed. So that's something that you just got to keep watching. If it doesn't happen by the end of this weekend, uh, I would say it's probably dead in the water. But understand that in this world, uh, when you're recruiting at a high level, when you're coaching at a high level, when you're winning, you're a coach that is going to be desired around the country. And at a place like Ohio State, coaches are going to leave and they're going to leave for one or two reasons, because they're really good coaches or because they're really bad coaches. And at this point, I think you'd rather have really good ones. Do I expect Jeff Halfway to leave Ohio State? I don't. I really think he's going to stick around. But I also know that if I were in his shoes and somebody was willing to fork over a couple million dollars to coach football, I'd have a tough time turning it down. Anyway, folks, that is going to be the end of this evening's talking stuff on LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'll be back with Spencer on Sunday, and we will break down the defensive backs and try to get a read on how the weekend visit for C.J. Stroud went. So thanks again. We'll talk to you next time.